T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Cold, windy, and more rain today. Good morning. I'm Margie Schaefer. And I'm Eric Thomas. Here's what's happening. Today's weather will be, in a word, unsettled. Yeah, unsettled is the way to describe it. Uh, We're seeing showers pop up in the North Bay and uh, San Francisco Bay region right now. They're going to push through the area this morning, cause uh, some some wet morning commutes there, and kind of scattered showers throughout the day today. That's National Weather Service forecaster Dalton Berenger. He says there will also still be a possibility of thunderstorms, but only a 15 to 20 percent chance. Of course, the Sierra weather outlook is another story, and the CHP and the National Weather Service are still encouraging motorists to avoid driving across the Sierras. As much as seven feet of new snow expected over the next couple of days, we'll have more on Sierra driving conditions with Kim Wonderly throughout the morning. Contra Costa County home and business owners whose properties were damaged during last month's big wind and rainstorms can now apply for federal assistance in person at three locations. KCBS's Jeffrey Schaub has more. It's estimated that at least a 1,000 property owners in Contra Costa County suffered considerable damage during the December and January storms. Christy Jordan is a county spokesperson. She says a FEMA disaster assistance hub is up and running at 510 Lagonda Way in Danville. And that's really a hub of information for folks who've been impacted by uh, property damage or business damage as a result of the December and January winter storms. And so really what we want to do is make sure that residents have uh, access to apply for individual assistance and any other types of programs um, to make sure that they can secure funding for their losses. Beginning today, FEMA will operate a satellite intake center at the Richmond Civic Center parking lot. It will operate through Wednesday. Another site in Pittsburgh at 200 East Leland Road will operate Thursday through Saturday. Jeffrey Schaub, KCBS. Well, during the COVID pandemic, federal officials issued emergency housing vouchers for communities in need. KCBS's Jennifer Hodges reports live this morning they were put to good use in Santa Cruz County, where 100% of vouchers sent were used. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning, Eric. Well, just because someone gets an emergency housing voucher doesn't mean they can use it. Unfortunately, in our housing market, with the housing crisis that we have in Santa Cruz County and the lack of available affordable units, it's not unusual to see people go a whole year with these vouchers and be completely unable to find a home. Jason Hoppin is with Santa Cruz County, where they managed to secure housing for 425 homeless people using the emergency vouchers. What we were able to do is build a 
program around these people that we wanted to transition from the COVID era shelters. And we gave landlords long-term support to deal with any tenant issues. Their efforts with the program were incredibly successful. In fact, we were so successful doing this that we had the highest usage rate of any housing authority in California and the 10th highest usage rate of any housing authority in the country. Now, because of their success, the federal government has promised more vouchers to come to make up for underutilization of the program in other communities. Reporting live, Jennifer Hodges, KCBS. Thank you, Jennifer. The state's coronavirus emergency declaration is coming to an end with Governor Newsom lifting the emergency order today. It really won't impact most of us because Newsom had already ended most of the coronavirus-related restrictions. Instead, it's more of a symbolic moment for the state, which recently counted its 100,000th COVID-related death. California was just one of six remaining states with emergency declarations still in place. Illinois' emergency now set to end May 11th, which is also the last day of the federal coronavirus emergency. And Texas Governor Greg Abbott has extended his state's emergency order, which gives him the authority to stop local governments from imposing their own restrictions. The man whose wife died in a home explosion and fire in the Sunset District of San Francisco pled not guilty in court yesterday to several charges, including involuntary manslaughter. Darren Price is accused of running an illegal drug manufacturing operation in the home that may have triggered the fire earlier this month that reduced the house to rubble and red-tagged the neighbors on either side. Price's wife of 15 years was inside the home when the fire started, and because she used a wheelchair, she was unable to get out. Investigators think Price was making hash oil, which uses butane in the manufacturing process. The superintendent of San Francisco Unified School District spoke at an NAACP meeting this week on the issue of unreported racism at campuses in the city. KCBS's Megan Goldsby reports leaders are saying there is a path forward. The first step will be a widespread admission of the problem, says Dr. Amos C. Brown, president of the San Francisco branch of the NAACP. First thing is that the school board, and the administration throughout must say, we have a crisis and we must deal with it. Then, he says, comes the dealing with it part, which is where his organization, along with the Human Rights Commission and others, will be part of the solution. SFUSD Superintendent Dr. Matt Wayne tells KCBS there is more work to be done, but says, quote, there's clearly a collective commitment to work together in ensuring that all black students can feel heard, seen, and treasured in San Francisco's public schools. Racism from students and teachers' lack of dealing with it, it does affect achievement, says Brown. Even psychologists psychiatrists have indicated that any time a person or people are in a hostile environment in a setting where they are not respected, where they're not included, it has a biochemical reaction on them. Megan Goldsby, KCBS. And here's the KCBS six-day forecast with KCB KPIX 5's Jessica Birch. Hey, good morning. Our first Lord Doppler is very active this morning. Plenty of green right now. Anywhere from Ukiah, ranging down into San Francisco, all the way off into the Santa Clara Valley and right back up into the Tri-Valley area, too. We are seeing widespread showers this morning all throughout these commute hours. But I will say this, it starts dying down around this afternoon. We do have one more storm that I'm tracking right now on FutureCast. Starts off just up in the North Bay around 2 o'clock today. 
Bay and ends down into the South Bay as it sweeps to the south around 6 o'clock. But other than that, it's really going to start drying up for us heading into these overnight hours. And by tomorrow, we're catching our first dry break in quite some time. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we're expecting sunshine and a gradual warming trend. So enjoy it while we have it because once we head into the weekend, more rain returns. We have rain in the forecast for Saturday and Sunday, so it is going to be a wet weekend. But here's the good news. We could take advantage of the weather that we have tomorrow if it's just heading to the local park, maybe just get in a nice little run around your neighborhood, or even doing some yard work. Heading into Thursday and Friday, those are also great days to do it, too. So we'll keep you updated on that forecast. But for now, I'm meteorologist Jessica Birch with your KCBS KPIX First Alert Forecast. The Supreme Court will take up two challenges to President Biden's student loan forgiveness program today. Loan payments remain paused in the meantime. For more, we're joined on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Rory Little, professor at UC Hastings College of the Law, who previously clerked at the Supreme Court. Rory, thanks for joining us this morning. Um, so what on what grounds uh, is the student loan forgiveness uh, program being challenged? So um, the arguments will probably take, by the way, from... Uh, 7 o'clock our time till probably uh, three hours or more. There are two cases up um, from different places in the Midwest. Um, The argument on the merits is that the president did this by an executive order and did not do this by notice and comment. That's a pretty arcane issue for people to follow. But there is usually a rule that says when you make big changes, you have to put out a a notice in advance and let people comment on it. there's another argument. There's no authority at all for the president to do this. But, you know, both President Trump and President Biden have used this statute to uh, delay payments at the cost of billions of dollars since the pandemic started. And this is a further uh, pandemic response. Uh, the argument is, well, you can't cancel loans. You can only adjust them. But the statute gives uh, the president the power or gives the uh, yeah, the administrative branch, the power to waive any regulation, including the regulations that allow collection. The main argument this morning is really going to probably be that the people who are suing have any real injury in this case. Do they have any uh, chance of relief that would do them any good? If they don't, then they don't have what's called standing to go forward. And if they don't have standing, then you can't even get to the merits. And so you're probably going to hear a lot of argument about the standing question. Um, and if they do have standing, how would you interpret that, given the makeup of the Supreme Court? Well, you know, the, the, this, this court is divided really into three camps, not just two camps. There are the liberal justices, there are the well-known conservative justices, and then there's a middle group, which is the chief justice, and Justice Kavanaugh is part of that middle group. Uh, and when you have liberals plus those two uh, in a middle group, you have the chance for things to go either way, depending on the merits. Um, Chief Justice Roberts is not a big fan of standing, so he might not want to give the further standing to go forward. Um, the conservatives probably don't like the entire idea, mainly because of politics. And this is really the unfortunate thing, is the Supreme Court is being changed, uh, really since President Trump, into this battleground for politics. And we take our politics disputes and we put them into legal forms, and then we try to get the Supreme Court to decide them. That's not the best way for the system to work. So even some of the conservatives are likely to say, we don't think the state of Missouri, for example, has any injury in whether people do or don't pay $10,000 worth of their loans. All right, Rory, thank you very much. That's uh, Rory Little, professor at UC Hastings College of the Law, who previously clerked at the Supreme Court. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.